What's going on, everybody? This is Clifton Smith, the creator and director of Virtuous Armaments. I'm here today with three special guests that we've been trying to make it happen for so long, and we finally did, because they've been busy. Of course, I've just been the only one slacking off, but they've been really nice and kind about this. Um, I want to introduce you to the voice actors behind Kato, Andro, and of course, the lovely Zaya. Um, this is... Everybody go in order and go! Introduce yourselves! Hi, I'm Ben. Uh, glad to be here. And Cliff has not been slacking. It's been me. It's all been us. <laughs> Whatever. And I am Will. And uh, I will also agree that, that Cliff has been doing the most and, and just schedules haven't been linking up, but he has been super awesome and patient with us, which I greatly appreciate. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Hi, I'm Mara, and I'm going to have to agree, like, yeah, I'm, I, I know I've moved to know, but I'm probably still a big slacker in all this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. You guys, I love you guys. They're, they're the most talented. They, they're all very nice and very, like, oh, benevolent, but they're the most talented people I've ever worked with. I loved all their parts. Season one was phenomenal. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate that. Um, I can't wait for season two. Um, so before we jump into it, um, I guess the, the first question I want to ask you guys is, how do you guys feel now that everything is done? I mean, I feel pretty good we got that, that first season done. That's that's a big power. It's mostly an accomplishment on your part. You, we should oh. be asking you that question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Cliff, how does it feel to have the first season done? Oh, my gosh. No, no it's not about me. It's about you guys. But it, it feels... It feels great. Thank you for helping me do it because it was it was a big thing to get done. So thank you. But I want to know how you guys felt after hearing yourselves and how talented you are. Like, how do y'all feel now that everything is done with season one? I mean, because I want you back for season two. Please come back for season two. But season one, how do you feel now that everything's done? Uh, for me, it's definitely just the just enjoying the. Uh... The, all the different characters there at once and it becoming a cohesive story, you know, because reading the, the lines uh, individually or reading it on paper is, uh, you know, it's cool and you're like, oh, yeah, this is going to be interesting. And then you hear everybody's voices and everybody, you know, delivering uh, that story. And it's just like, oh, man, this is actually a thing. You know, it, it starts to form in your in your mind. It's really cool. You know, what? following up on that, fully agree, like, like at the beginning, you know, reading, you know, just doing the cold readings at the table, sitting around, eating the best donuts ever, by the way. Thanks, Cliff. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, Only the best you know, for you guys. I had an idea for what it was going to sound like, but but I'm, I'm with you on that one, Ben. Like sitting down and like listening to the entire story, the entire first season, sorry, uh, play out. And it's just, it was the most, it was the most amazing thing ever, especially having had a part to play in it. That's what's up. That's what's up. Mara, how did you feel about it? I mean, I felt pretty good. It was nice to be a part of uh, a project like that. It's something I've never done before. Um, I mean, I've done a bunch of projects, but not, not anything that was like voice acting or anything like that. So it felt good to, to see a, a finished product. It was a good finished product, too. It's good to be a part of it. 
Thank you. Thank you. I'm proud of you guys too, man. It's great. Uh, <laughs> um, so, alright. Uh, the next question, of course, kind of piggybacks to that. But, you know, did you guys enjoy your experience working on Virtuous Armaments? Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, you were you were always, you know, pretty relaxed about everything. And, you know, the other people that we were working with are, are great. So, I mean, no complaints here. Cool. It's a super enjoyable process. Um, you know, uh, you were real, real easy to work with. Um, you know, I got to work with friends and, uh, you know, just, uh, I enjoyed the, the whole process of trying to embody a character. And so, you know, you delivered that for us. So that was really cool. Awesome. Awesome. Now, of course, you guys play the three main characters uh, of the the story and what's going on um how did it feel like what did you guys what were some of the practices and how did it feel interacting with one another because all three of you pretty much have big interaction with each other i mean you know ben will you guys spent a lot of time like talking back and forth in the same booth so i thought that was hilarious uh, and that was really awesome how you guys connected through, you know, being real life, like, friends, detectives, slash, whatever. Um, and then Mara, I, with your character, with you listening to everyone else, and then just kind of, okay, this is how I have to react. Like, what were your experiences, like, getting ready for that and interacting with, like, the rest of the squad and the rest of the, the characters and voices around you, I guess? Um, I, I think mine kind of hinges on the day that we actually got to, I got to meet everybody. Um, so like ha getting to, you know, talk to and meet Ben and Ian, somebody else, I can't remember his name. Oh, oh Ziggy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I got to like meet some of the other people. Cause like I, before that, I had never, I, I knew you clicked. Mm -hmm. And um, getting to meet the other people that were a part of this and see what their personalities were like and what kind of, you know, what kind of energy they're putting into the, um, into the, into their characters and everything, like getting to see that, it's like, that's what I had to like keep in my brain because, you know, I lived in a different, well, I still live in a different state, different, different state, but still, you know, like I didn't have direct access to everybody, so I kind of had to keep what what happened that day in my brain while it was still um while i was recording makes sense um for i know for for will and i um you know what we did was we just went back in time uh to early college and decided we made an entire friendship mm -hmm. so that we could have the foundation to uh -huh. uh, to deliver this story properly you know because you know kato and andrew or, or they go way back so we figured we should go way back and so we just time traveled See that's awesome. That is dedication to the role right there. <laughs> they were strangers, and then they said, "We're gonna time travel and go back in time and be friends, and then come and do this." I love you guys for that. That is, yeah. that is literally how that went down. Like I think um, I told you before when we were doing it, it was like uh, was trying to be a character until it clicked that these people literally lived the exact same lives that we lived in real life. It's just like why are we why put that much extra into it when we're we've already built that foundation over fourteen years. Let's just run with it. Right. And uh it was it was really great to be able to do that. See, see, it's just Elba and Diesel who? 
That's right. They got to watch out, man. Y'all are coming for him. I seen you. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Mara's so awesome. She's just gonna be Mara because she's she's OG Mara. That's that's what happens. She shows up. Okay. So awesome delivery from her. <laughs> awesome. I I and, and I love. I love all y'all's characters because, you know, like I told Will when we did the interview separately, uh, I loved how he just, Andro just still the show, man, and it was just so great to, to hear that, but it's it's not just his character, like, everybody at one point or another in the show just kind of steals it, and it was great, like, Kato with the whole, like, you know, Arcano with the whole, like, hey, I'm just here. Uh, I'm just going with the flow kind of thing. And it was just really cool how Ben just got into that, even though that's kind of been in real life. Ben's like, all right, we're here. I'm going with this. Okay. All right. All right. That's kind of person Ben is if you ever hang out with him. And then Mara just like gets into this nice mystic alien universe because she's not a real mystic alien. Not that I know of. But uh, <laughs> she just gets into it. And it was just so perfect because there was a lot of times where I'm just like, wow, like, I really forgot these are people I knew. Like, I'm really starstruck right now. So, <laughs> it, it was. What you don't know is I take my skin off after I go. <laughs> See, I, damn it, I knew it. See, and then now I won't remember this because you're going to wipe my mind as soon as I get off the interview. I know how this works. Not <laughs> my first rodeo. I know. Kind of recording. It's, it's there now, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, just we're gonna hear the recording, and it, when it plays back, that part's gonna be gone. It's like, huh, there was something here. <laughs> Guess I'll just have to delete this dead air, you know. Oh, um, <laughs> so okay. Well, the next question, because of course you guys have read the scripts for season one, and probably read some of season two. Like we're still kind of working on that. But what do you guys think are the important takeaways from season one? Uh, for the listener in terms of carrying it into season two like do you see any important takeaways like of anything whether it's related to the story or just like the message of the story um what do you guys think was the important takeaway or some important okay. takeaways i'm sorry i think for for uh for kato's character it's um it's definitely you know watching how he handles the the multiple worlds that he lives in no, it's uh, you know, trying to see how he juggles, you know, being here but also being connected to somewhere else, and trying to, you know, he's tr- he's like really trying to keep this whole thing separate, and it's like, you know, how long is that going to work? So, to um, me, that's that's what's a, a takeaway that there's something to watch out for for the in the coming seasons should be interesting. Cool, cool. Andre slash Will, what about your character? Um, I think the big thing to look out for, uh, is that I, I feel like there's going to be a dynamic shift with Andre. I mean, he seemed like he was very laid back and chill, just kind of go with the flow. And, um, you know, there was a conversation that he had with Cato in the car and they were talking about some things and, and that kind of, you know, dipped into, uh, a little bit of Cato's of past. But I think that, you know, in this next season, we're probably going to end up in a situation where where Andre's not going to be able to be as laid back as, he, as he'd like to be. Because I think he's going to realize that, um, you know, the, the friend that he's had for this extended period of time, you know, isn't necessarily the person that he knew. And, and you know, kind of dealing with that. But they both have their own issues. So, um, so I'm just kind of really excited to see how, uh, how Andre develops from that perspective. I think it's going to be really interesting. 
Cool. Cool. Okay. Okay. And the lovely Miss Moore, last but not least, certainly. With your two um, characters, you have two, well, three, actually, very pivotal characters in the whole story. It's going to be very, and the reason why I, I saved you for last, because I definitely want to know, how do you feel like your three characters are going to influence the story going forward? Because there's a lot going um, on with all three. There's so much going on. I don't want to ruin it for April, but she's definitely someone to watch out for. Um, with uh, piggybacking off of what Ian was talking about, um, the, I'm sorry, Will. I keep I never remember which one he is. It's all right. Hide my identity he, on the Facebook. He does. He does. Deep webbing it over there. Deep webbing it. You know, just tacking on to what you were talking about, uh, how we really know what, um, we, don't, we don't really know who Kato is, and we're still finding out more about that being, you know, being via, um, be, I, I essentially am a big part of what, what all that means, and like, who was he in this other life, and how long did that last, and is it still going on, and, you know, also being yeah. this, uh, this force that's outside of um, anybody else's uh, attention or really sight because um, nobody nobody knows she's there except for Losa and Kato and um, you know it's I, I'm excited to see what happens with her and how she kind of changes everything um, Losa I don't know I don't know what's gonna happen with her I'm I'm not sure um, <laughs> I don't I, I'm excited to see what happens but like she could go so many different directions <laughs> indeed indeed and she will she will because there's there's gonna be some some fun things happening over I, I i've got a lot planned um okay now here's another question so based on what you guys saw in the script and in your parts how do you feel this story pertains or how do you feel about the the relation between this story that's set in this this cyber age or the cyberpunk futuristic age versus like the now like how do you guys think that relates to what we're going through in our current day and our current society if any i don't know if there's any relation for you guys i mean it's just like an increase in our uh i i, I don't want to say dependence but maybe reliance on uh you know really advanced technologies to to you know, perform daily tasks, and it really just increases the amount of options that our characters have as far as uh, how they how they get stuff done. And um, so, I think that's that's part of what we what I think is is enjoyable about those kind of universes is that you can see you know normal things that you would get done in a certain way. You can see those accomplished in, in a in a in a futuristic way, and that just really opens your mind up. I think, and so. I think that's uh, it's it's cool seeing what's normal and what's you know how things are handled in, in that kind of universe. And um, as compared to now, you know, it feels like it's mundane. If it's like, oh well, you know, I know we all have these cell phones in our pockets and can do amazing things as compared to twenty years ago. But you know, like let's look even further what what could be done. And, you know, I think that kind of stuff is cool. The thing that um that kind of gets to me. Um, and it's not necessarily, um, you know, just relating to to this story, but just like the, the cyberpunk universes in general, um, as things progress, 
Um, it seems that although the technology changes, the way the humans interact with each other is always the same. And I've always found that to be very interesting because I thought that, you know, as, as technology progressed and we started to integrate into those technologies, that we would become more aware of what it really meant to be human and the things that we argued about and, you know, the things that people are fighting over in this story, you know, you know, I, I would have imagined would be trivial by that point. I would have, I would have imagined that, you know, in that type of future, you know, simply holding on to the little things that make you human would be more valuable than, you know, the augmented fighting and, and extra things that are going on. But, hmm. Right. It's, it's like the more you, you dive into technology, the more you come to appreciate the humanity that you either still have or at some point lost. Uh, I think that's, that's pretty cool. I, I like that. That's, that's pretty awesome. I mean, I like both responses, but that, definitely stood out with me in terms of like because i see that as a reoccurring thing like you said in cyberpunk deus ex like you know it's like the more we go ex machina the more we realize like huh i miss being human you know which is a very rare oddity that we have in our way of thinking but that's how humans are i guess but you miss mar anything i don't feel like i'm gonna have a good answer for this <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are no I such things as wrong answers, so. I'm going to go around to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whoa, like, I, I'm not going to touch that one. Next one. Uh, <laughs> okay, so this is one I think all of you can answer. Uh, and, Mara, I'm going to start with you first. Okay. What do you guys expect to see from your characters? No, I'm sorry. What did you learn first? What did you learn from your characters playing the characters that you played? Um, and I learned to be more adaptive with my, my voice acting. Um, <laughs> I, um, hmm. Like, did you take anything with, away from, like, did it change a piece of you? Did you feel like you left a piece of it in the character? Like, how do you feel about your relationship with you and the characters? I mean, I don't think I've gotten far enough into it with with Vaya or Losa to really to really know. I mean, like I know that there's things that you've told me, but I don't think I can let the listeners know because I don't want to spoil anything. I right. don't want to be bad person. Right. But, <laughs> don't be a Mark um, Ruffalo. Don't be a Mark Ruffalo. But like, <laughs> it's it's been interesting to dig into the idea of eternal love. Mm-hmm. That's been kind. Of, that's been fun to think about, and like, how would that translate? to a human knowing that you are definitely going to die like mortality and being able to uh like it is is it something we should think about um is it something you know that we should that we just entertain because well we know that's impossible but like you know uh Vaya and, and Kato they've been they've been hanging out for how how long centuries Centuries. Centuries and millennia. How is that possible? How is that... What are you doing that fresh? Do you just disappear for a couple hundred years? You, <laughs> you play a really good game of hide seek. Okay, like, I'm going to disappear in this decade, and then you come find me in the next decade. Go. Like, oh my god, that is ideal for a story. Hold on, write it down right now. Okay, alright, sorry, proceed. 
Man, well, they kind of dive into that, into, uh, what's that show, um, you know, where they've got the stacks, uh, you know, you know the show I'm talking about, um, oh, uh, yeah, uh, Altered, Altered Carbon. Carbon, yeah, it's yeah, Jam. Altered Carbon, yes. they've, got, they've got those certain people that, that, uh, that just live forever because they've got the money to do so, and they just take a much more, uh, I guess, cynical approach to it, a very, you know, human, human equal trash kind of approach, right, and, uh, they <laughs> They just really start diving off into the deep end, but we've kind of got the opposite here, where it's just deepened, which which I think is really cool. And so, you know, even though we we there are some instances where the same concept can kind of be explored, um, it's nice seeing that go in a different direction. So just to uh, to go back go off of what what Mara said, I think that's that's interesting as well. Yeah, because like till death do you part is suddenly meaningless if it's going to last for. Yeah, like, right, right, right. Alright, like it's it's to a point where it's just like, Man, you still hadn't died yet? Like, let me help you and then they just come back like, God damn it. Fuck. Real love right there. <laughs> yeah. you know what? That actually that um that reminds me though of a scene because I think that that there's something that you both said that, that touches on something extremely important. And um we know that that those two characters love each other like you know a lot but there's a scene in the first season when when kato and um who is it what's the the girl's name that he's with and i think they're in the bed or something oh and, captain diana yeah yeah and captain uh, captain d yeah and uh you know and she shows up and she's just like hey babe how's it going i see you're busy uh we need to talk and like just doesn't even bother me even it's like the feeling is still there it's like look i love you i get it but we gotta chat for a second that's love i could not be that composed <laughs> yeah it's um and and it's funny because like you would i remember going back to uh i think kato's like interview like or Ben's interview about Kato, he's like, yeah, so, like, are we ever going to figure out, like, is this a harem? What's happening here? And it's, <laughs> it's very funny because as time progresses and I do more stories about Kato and Vaya, I think people are starting to understand, okay, that's why they're just like, okay, cool. Like, I love you for eternity. I, I can wait. Like, it's... Uh, my goal is almost for those two to just be like, yo, if the world will end, we'll still wait at Heaven's Gate for each other just to go through. Um, but I want to show, like, the the ups and downs of that love, you know, while that's happening. You know, I don't want it to just be like, I just love you, and then, like, blah. Like, I don't want to be bulletproof, but at the same time, like, I, I want it to see, like, okay, like, this is why they love each other. Like, I, I get it, you know, so... Uh, hopefully, but we'll do a good in, job of that. In an age of, of polyamory and extra partners and uh, and casual sex and things like that, like where like where where does it where are the lines with these two? What does it mean to be for them to be in a relationship? Like, what are the right. boundaries? Right. You know. Right, and that and that gets explored a lot, uh, especially. Because I'm working on the backstories uh, of the two and, like, a lot of their, like, back history. Um, like, the first time they met and, like, the first several years into their, like, or several hundred years into their relationship. And, like, even where they are now, like, I definitely kind of try to explore that and let the, the listeners slash readers and maybe one day anime watchers know, like, hey, like, you know, it's, it's, it's tough to get there. Like, 
love is not this beautiful butterfly of compromises. It's 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 rough. It's it's just as bloody as the battlefield. And so I want people to see that as time progresses with these two. And hopefully, like I said, hopefully it gets there. But yeah, there's a lot of that. Like because you touched on something great, uh, Mar. We talked about like polyamorous and everything that's going on right now. Like it's very true. Like some people understand the idea and the myth of love but they don't understand the execution of it and it's one of those things to where it's just like i kind of get it and i have these feelings but i don't know what to do so i'm just gonna run away and i think that's the most repeated response that we have as humans to like true love but i think with these two with that being explored i want to see how it's dissected and how they just kind of like okay cool overcome it and i know you're gonna be there at the end of the day so i'm not tripping about it you know so yeah. Oh, I don't know. I might just be a hopeless romantic. Two of those characters are capable of truly loving anyone outside of each other, or are other people genuinely just there to pass the time when they're not together. And that that gets discussed too, because um, I think if you guys remember, because uh, of course now Greek mythology is booting back up after Netflix released their Zeus anime, which was amazing. Um, you know, like, like how Zeus was just like, ah, fuck you, Hera. And he just went around and slept with everything and everybody. Not because he didn't love her. He was just bored and he was Zeus. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, that's the downside of it. But I think when people jump into what Kato and Vaya have, they start to understand like, oh, okay, no, they, they go through real things. Like they had loves before each other. Um, they had loves in between, but they're still like dealing with like, Hey, I long to be with you. Like this is just temporary to get to you. Like, it's almost like they're two people on a bridge and they want to cross and meet each other. They're still waiting for the builder to build a bridge, still waiting for the wood to get there. They're still waiting for so much to just get there, to get them to that final crux and that final like meeting point. So again, I could just be a hopeless romantic. Who knows? But, <laughs> um, so moving on from that, um, my next thing is, what can we expect from your characters in season two? Okay, so I'm gonna try this again. Um, what can we expect from your characters in season two? I believe, Andro, you were about to start telling us what you thought you could or could not see about your character. Right, and so, um... So I'm really, I feel like I'm not really in a position to, to answer that question. And that is, <laughs> that is because of my personal due diligence. I have not finished reading um, the entirety of the season two script. Okay. And, and so and I don't want to answer that right now because I don't know. That's <laughs> well, well, the truth. I have no clue uh, what to tell the the listeners right now um so we're in the same boat listeners we are both going to just be surprised here shortly um but i feel like you know just knowing the writer and the director that you know we are all going to be in for an exciting ride for all the characters well of, of course but I, <laughs> and, and you don't have to have really read the second script for real yet i just want to know like like based on the end of season one and how you guys kind of think about each other and, and, and being around each other. What do you think you can see from your characters just based on your position where you are now? Um, well, um, I guess I'm going to take the floor now. Uh, do it. So we don't, 
see much of Vaya. She kind of disappears a little bit, but we see a lot from April, and she's going to do some really great stuff. And I know I can't wait to finish up, you know, re- reading and recording for that, but I know she she finally gets some spotlight that you don't necessarily expect. Indeed, nice. indeed. And also, I'm just, I'm just going to throw it out here. I'm, I'm working on uh, the next script, and all I say is, like, you'll, you'll see more Vaya. Vaya definitely comes to the forefront, but that's all I'm going to say. But, but, you know. Next person. Um, Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to, uh, just to see how our, how our characters really over, overcome some stuff. You know, I think, uh, as, as, as is customary in, uh, in stories, uh, there's, there's something to overcome and it's just, you know, seeing, seeing how our characters do that. And if it, if it causes contention or if, if it just develops, uh, the relationships even more more uh, firmly, uh, you know. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm most forward, looking forward to is seeing seeing how it's overcome and seeing how it affects the relationships. So that's what's up. That's what's up. So let me ask you this: Now, you guys have said what you what you think to expect, things like that. Is there any like special request that you guys, since you guys are here in front of the writer and director, is there any request you would like for your characters, or you would like to see in your characters? Anything I need to do more of? This is this kind of critique on me. I'm not saying there's no such thing as a bad critique. I'm just saying. You know, if you guys can be honest, not like I'm gonna write you out of the script or anything. I might, I am heavy, but <laughs> season two, Andre's dead. Right? It's like, oh, oh, I need more story development on Andre. Oh, that's fun. How about his death for a whole episode? I'm like, no. See, now I think we are gonna get written out of the script. <laughs> what? No, no. You wouldn't no. say it if it wasn't possible, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. None yeah. of us were thinking about that until he said it. You know, we thought we were the main characters, but they haven't shown up yet. They show up after we die. That's it. Right? Just have a Tom paradox happen. Like, oh yeah, they weren't the main characters. They were just the trial characters. They were the real ones. You know? It was all a dream. That's right. It was all. Oh a dream. my lord. Sad flashbacks. That's it. Um. You know, I already said this. I said it, um, you know, a boy Kato over here, you know, he's got all the ladies. Andro would like to have somebody he could, you know, cuddle with on those long, cold, <laughs> cybernetic nights. <laughs> I, listen, I got you, bro, and I've heard, you know, I've answered it. It's in the script. It's season two, maybe possible three as well, but, but, you know. Go check the oh, script so out. Nah, got it. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm playing. Oh. I'm playing. Andre <laughs> is no. <laughs> <laughs> just come in like season two, like the last episode, like who shot Andre? Like, wait, that's the name of the episode. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Having like Blade Runner flashbacks right now. That's it. <laughs> Enhance, enhance, enhance. <laughs> Hilarious. Okay, so uh, Ben, Mar, like, what about you guys? Do you guys well, have any? I mean, like, this is still kind of your show, Cliff. Like, oh, it is. You're the one writing it. It's like you, I, I just act. That's you know. 
just I'm just doing the voices. I'm doing my job. Oh, see, listeners at home, I have to remember this now because when they make it and they're big and famous, they're going to come in with all kinds of demands. Okay, so I'm on this journey right now and I really don't like the character <laughs> being in this violent, I'm like, era. I'm in support of your art, baby. Like, <laughs> you still need to keep giving birth to. So, like, no, do your thing. I mean, I, I, we haven't gotten far enough into it for me to start making demands. Not oh. <laughs> Oh, you guys right, are so sweet. Three, three or four more seasons. Like, Andre's <laughs> gonna have to be a like, vegan. There's gonna be. It's she's a little bit more. She's a little bit more screen time. There's this gonna be a whole writers' room. Y'all just gonna come in the room. All right, so we have demands. It's like wait. Exactly. What about? Guys, what about this being my story and being the writer? Yeah, that's great. And listen, we, we've been patient for four or five seasons now, but here's the plan. Like, here's yeah, what was, I see. That was season two. You're going to you're gonna have to start listening to that. <laughs> right. Like, right? can we talk about the Kato video game tie-in that's supposed to happen? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> the sweetest plum. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, and then, like, Mara comes in. Yeah, and, and can we also talk about how Vias can get her own book that stars her own team and possibly gets turned into a movie? And it's like, I... I... Yeah, like there's, there's, like, armor merchandising we need to talk about. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, you guys, but what about, like, the art baby? Ah, oh, fuck the art baby, So We try to get this money. <laughs> that baby's been born. It's time to milk it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the baby got legs. It's time to walk. Like, oh... <laughs> I'm ready for the uh, the slice of life uh, for Edgar Tidewell, just where it's him getting sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be great. No. We, we <laughs> should do that. Like, listen, if I ever get an animation studio, I'm going to do that. I'm just going to do a short, like a 15-minute short of him just going to get sandwiches and him trying to talk to people, and everyone's just weirded out. Just like, oh yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. He tries <laughs> to be a good guy once. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, I'm just going to go back to being evil. It's just easier this way. Yes, that would be hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Edgar's expectations. Nice. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yes. I'm again, writing that down. God, you guys are just idea people. Love it. Okay, so my last question, and I'll let you guys go, or I'll open the floor to you guys having questions for me. Okay, and we're back. So, my last question to you guys is, um, do you have any favorite scenes that you would love to see replicated again, or, like, you would love to see more of those scenes, um, in the next season, in the seasons in the future? Giant explosions. Uh, where <laughs> we're Bruh. all getting arrested. Do you know how, like, I had to edit the shit out of that. Like, it was... <laughs> My, like, and I'm not even to my own horn, people. I'm not. I just took my like editorial skills to a whole nother level. Like, do you know the shit I had to do to make people think y'all are in an elevator? Like, that shit was amazing. It's <laughs> the greatest thing. Ever. You know, what I had to do to make people think that Mara was like on another like universe somewhere. Like, I mean, I tweak the shit out of that, and I was just like, yeah, you know, and like it was so funny. People were just like, wow, it actually sounds like they're in a gunfight. Did you, how did you film that? And I was like, I edit the shit out of that, bro. I did that. That was me. <laughs> you know. So. Oh, man. So you will get more explosions, sir, especially okay, in the second right, season. Right, right. It's happening. <laughs> I 
dick. Complete contrast to that. Your boy just wants to be sitting down in the office with April showing up, <laughs> just chilling, mundane, and and some genitron talk. Just just something <laughs> basic. Just <laughs> seem like they're getting ready to go through it. <laughs> it it that scene is there's a lot of funny scenes that I've put in like the future because like I think in the future. I'm trying to still decide if I want to expand the seasons to be eight episodes instead of four. Um, excuse me. It'll just depend on, like, how soon we can get them out and things. But, like, I, I definitely... Those scenes are coming. Um, because I know, like, with season one, it was just a very, like, action, action, action. You know, like, got to tell the story and get to this. And so I think, you know, taking from the raid, too, because I fucking love the raid. I love you guys. Um... You know, I kinda, I'm kind of going to do the same thing. And I think in the second season and the seasons in the future, I'm going to kind of slow it down just a little bit to explain more and to have those downtimes to give more exposition to the characters and, and let people see them more. It's just like everyday human beings. I mean, even the bad guys, because, you know, I want people to get that Marvel feel um, of like, oh, everybody has a story. Oh, no. But, you know, at the, at the same point, like, it's still like, oh, okay, I see why they're, they're villains. I get it. Um, so, you know, still going to keep it balanced. But those times are coming. I do promise that. Those times are coming. So, yes. Anyone else? Anyone else? Anything? I'm not sure what I want to see. I don't know. Um, I did I did have a great time. When you guys would have, like, really good back and forth banter, like, that was fun. That was good. <laughs> Man, it was so much fun. Like, I, I love the back and forth with everyone and everybody's relations. Because, like, especially, like, Kato and Antro just, again, stole the shit. Because there, there's so many times, like, like when they were getting arrested and, like, you know, uh, Red's character, uh, which is Nina, she shows up. And she's like, everybody knows that, or everybody likes Kato better than you. Everybody knows that. And he's just like, oh. <laughs> like, Kato's like, oh, that's not true, buddy. Not really. Like, that's definitely true. It's totally true. Um, it's just a funny back and forth that you got. And you guys naturally pulled it off. Like, I wrote it like that. But the key and, and the fun in that is the fact you guys actually pulled it off, which was hilarious. So. <laughs> I see. No one's gonna talk about my terrible slang. We're not. We're not gonna get into that. We're. We're gonna try to save you from that. Not today. Not today. No. 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 <laughs> I do have something to say about that. <laughs> I absolutely love it. So, uh, so, um, and I've, I've told Cliff this privately, uh, but but I'll say it again um, here for for everyone. Uh, so I started playing um, Cyberpunk. And uh, I'm still working my way through it or whatnot, but the slang in Cyberpunk reminded me so much of the slang. I went back and I saw that video and I was just like, I was like, salute. Like, I think I even liked the video. I was like, thank you, sir. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I was, I was streaming when I, when I heard it and I was like, this is literally something. Cliff needs to sue the fuck out of them with every. Excuse me. Cliff needs to sue the crap out of them with no, no, everybody no, else no, because okay. they totally we're, stole all of his slang. <laughs> we're, we're totally TVMA. You can say whatever you want here, and I agree. I am gonna sue because I'm like, oh, when they do it, it's, it's breathtaking. But when I do it, everybody laughed. Oh, okay. All right, make a note of that. Okay. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I think your slang is perfect, and I think it fits the time and. um I think that it fits more so than than some of the others that I've heard. 
So um, I really like your slang, personally. I think that you put a lot of thought into it, and you, you knew like there was a lot of foresight in that. So um, so that was awesome, in my opinion. Thank you. So, yeah, thank, you know thank you. Thank you. I try, man. I try. I try to do new and fucked up things, but I try, man. I try. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I don't have anything else for you. Before we go, is there anything you guys would like to ask me? Because I always like to keep the open floor. I always like to, you know, think that there's an open door policy for right now until we get big. In which case, I'm like, oh, my God, shut the fucking door. Don't come in here unless you have an appointment. But, um. Uh, come back with our season six demands. Right, right. Like, oh, no. They're coming. Yeah. Like, that's too easy. Your character's dead now. Yeah. <laughs> I demand you get off the premises. Oh my gosh. Um but yeah, I like to keep an open door to open floor for everyone to come in and say whatever. So do you guys have any questions for me before we go? I don't um let's see. Please don't all talk at one time. Oh my gosh. You know what? Yeah, I do I still have a question. Um you know, the I know that you did the editing um, and you, you put everything together. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you feel the very first time you listened to season one from start to finish without having to put, like, you had done all the work? How did you feel the first time you listened to season one from beginning to end with everything finished? Oh, man, it was... And, and I do, man. I thank you guys from the bottom of my heart because it was it was magical. Like it was it was like I didn't even do it. Like somebody else did it. Like it was even though I know I did all the work and I stayed up all night doing this shit, editing and shit like that. Like it, it just felt magical because it was these people that I, I've grown up with. Uh, yeah, I have. I've grown up with all you guys. I love you guys. And y'all just y'all had this raw talent. You just brought out like it was nothing. You know, like, like I heard, even when I heard guys do outtakes, like it wasn't that it was just so bad or flat. You just, you guys were such perfectionists with it. And it was like, no, nah, I want to get this part right. Let me, let me try that again. Or let me say this again. You know, cause like every, all, all three of you as, as my leaders on this project, all three of you did that. And it was just so warming and, 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 and heart just warming and, and, like I, I grew fifteen sizes that day in the heart because like it was it was just so beautiful to hear it because it's one thing to write it and to think like okay like maybe it'll work or blah 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 but to hear great actors like yourselves like actually actors and actresses sorry like do this and just be like boom like here it is like it was just wonderful I mean like even when will uh, listening to Antro talk. Like, there were so many parts where you just stole it. Like, you didn't... And I'm sure you didn't even mean, like, I'm going to upstage everybody. Like, you just stole the show naturally. You know what I'm saying? Like, like there was... The speech you gave was just... Like, like I wrote the speech. I get it. But, like, you totally just, like, killed it. And all the the ad-libs and all the improvising you guys did... Like, they were respective to the project. Like, I didn't even have to worry about it. That's why I told you. I was like, hey, you got free reign. Like, if you don't feel like that works... What works for you? And, like, when you guys did it, it wasn't just like, I'm writing the whole script. I'm just saying I wrote this. Like, no, you guys were just like, okay, change this to this because I feel like my character would do this. Because you guys didn't just say, like, I feel like 
I would do this. You guys are like, I feel like my character, based on what you've told me and what I see, would do it this way. And I just, I love how everybody got into it. And it wasn't a whole like, haha, this is silly, I'm another character. You guys were just like, nah, alright, cool, this is my character. And it was just the most beautiful thing in the world to me. So it it, it was it was just like wow, you know, like like I made I feel even though none of us got paid on this, you know, like I feel like I made it and I feel rich in spirit because it was it was just so great. Like, I mean from your acting Ben's acting at Kato, which he just gets into naturally, and Mara as Via, Losa, and now April was just, it was great. It was great hearing those parts because even, even Via, like, Mara nailed it. And she didn't even know, like, how I wanted Via to sound. She just said, okay, based on what you told me, she sounds like this. And it just worked. And, like, the dream sequence and, and her being, like, hey, I'm here when you, you need, like, she just understood. And, like, the cool thing about Mara's character as a person is that Mara is, like, you guys may not know this, but Mara is a very mystic and, like, beautiful, like, I'm just prancing around person. And so, when I made the character for Vaya, like, I had to keep that in mind and keep that going into Vaya's character. And that's what makes Vaya such a great character. And I, it was just, it was dope. It was a good marriage of that. And uh, a lot of her is in that. A lot of that character is from my imagination. But either way, like, she brought that together. And I thought that was so dope. And just, like, the scenes where you guys were all together. Just like, yes, this 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 is dope. So I can't wait till, like, it happens more in the future where you guys are just so used to it. And, and just how great it's going to be. So it, 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 was, it was a wonderful video. It was very... Undescribable. Uh, uh, it's kind of like my best day ever. Like my kids, if I ever have kids, are gonna have just a tough time because they gotta have they gotta compete with Colin Ferguson, you guys, and then like <laughs> some other random best day of my life. And they're gonna be like, "Well, so Dad, you know, like when you had us, are we like? Was that the best day? Like, no, nah, it was like the fifth best day. But you know what? I love you. You know, <laughs> like our baby, though. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, man. Number one, baby. Number one. It just it came in. So th that was just like, like it was great, and it and it kept me going, and it kept me because you know when I released this, that was like at the most horrible time of my life because yeah, I just lost my job for real, and then you know my girlfriend just left me, so it was just a rough time of my life. But releasing this was just like, yo, and like people listening. The other thing that's crazy, and what you guys don't understand, and you guys probably not seen, is that people listening to it are like, yo, this is what's, okay, cool. You know, like, they're, they're like, this is impressive. And they always ask me, like, so you did this? Yeah, even the music, yes. And I'm like, you know, the voice actors, or my friends are like, this is all wonderful. This is a real production. So I feel honored, man, that you guys would even work that hard and, and just bring that out. So that's how I felt about it. Just honored and loved. Like, thank you guys, you know. No, I mean, I just, it, you, like, you guys have no idea because, it, I mean, the work you put in and just how it sounds, and I love it. Like, I mean, I, I try to, like, sit and listen to it, and I try to, like, like, you know, before I do uh, season two, like, I'm going to sit and listen to season one and just see what I did just to try to recreate that magic because you guys, I'm almost sure you're going to just kill it because that's what you do. You know, but um, me, it, it's a lot of pressure for me to like step up as an editor 
and direct you and just be like, okay, like, I gotta bring this out of you because, like, it's not, if anything goes wrong, it's not you guys' fault because that's how good you guys are. It's gonna be my fault. So I gotta definitely bring that out, you know, because you guys are just so awesome. So. Dude. Man. I don't even know what to say right now. Like, I know, right? <laughs> I just... I'm gonna check all that in. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. yeah. No. All of you, all of you guys. I mean, and it's funny because, you know, this all started from, you know, Will, you and Ben remember, you know, us talking, eating hot dogs, you know, Ben just being like, all right, cool. Yeah, I can, I can tell. Because Ben's like, I want to be a voice actor. I was like, Ben, I'm going to take that and I'm going to use that for the story. And he's like, all right, whatever. And then like, I went home and, and, <laughs> and developed that. And like, I was just like, yo, Ben, you're the main character. Here you go. And, and Mara, like being in from like the prequel story to this, like Mara. I got an idea, and her just being like, all right, cool, I'm in, you know, just, yeah, just send me the script, and I'm like, okay, great, you know, like, so, it, it's just great that this came from us sitting, all us sitting down talking separately, and then together, and it's just like, this is great, you know, like, it was just, it was, it was great, it was passion at work, and so, like, uh, and, and I'm, I promise you guys, I'm working on trying to get a way to get you guys paid for it, because, I, I want to keep working with you guys in the future. And, like, I know you guys aren't doing it for the money. I, I know this. But I want to show you some kind of, like, thank you. So, one day, I don't know what. It might be, like, millions of dollars. It might just be, like, a really nice gift. I don't know. But one day, I'm just going to show up with some kind of payment. And just, like, hey, thank you. Here you go. Brother, if you could just drop off a box of those donut holes. <laughs> Brother. That you had. We had a little round table. Um... <laughs> I would greatly appreciate that. <laughs> Say no more, fam. Where? <laughs> listen, you're just gonna wake up one morning. It's gonna be on the doorstep, and I'm just gonna leave a note that says thank you, and it's gonna be like That'll two work. or three bags. That'll work. <laughs> <laughs> just for you. I mean, honest, for you. Honestly, I'd I'd really like to have another round table. It was it was really fun, and yes. you know, like I also don't have the access to all of you guys that you have to one another. So I mean, I'm a little left out. Oh, no, we'll, we'll totally bring in. We, we will definitely, there will be another round table. I know with coronavirus and everything going on, like, it's going to be hard to get everybody to meet up again. But yeah. as soon as, like, things are, like, at a, at a comfortable level, because things aren't going to change. This is our new normal. But when things are at a more comfortable level, I definitely want to call a second round table, you know. Hopefully, maybe at Ben's house again, maybe at my house, if it's, you know, not too crazy and out of the way for everybody i don't know but i would like to do it again because that was awesome yeah it really was, it was a good time it was it was okay well guys anything else before i close out before i i sign off and leave you guys alone let you go back to your magical worlds <laughs> just thank you man we appreciate it definitely thank you oh, yeah thank oh. you <laughs> No, thank you guys, man. You guys did it. It's you. It's you. Ah, <laughs> you. Um, I'm not crying. You're crying. Yeah, right, right. right, 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 right. <laughs> man, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get all Shawshank Redemption slash like every Academy Award really ever. It's just like, it's cause you guys, I just, it was a hard time in my life. Y'all like, oh, wow. Oh, is he ugly crying? Oh, he ugly cried. Oh, stop him, please. Um... <laughs> But yeah, I, I just want to, before I sign off Virtuous Talks, I just want to say thank you so much to you three, y'all the leaders. We got new people coming in, and it's going to be great. I can't wait for you guys to work with them. Um, 
and I just I hope I can keep you guys on the project as long as possible. You know what I'm saying? I hope we do get to the writers' room talk because that I'll, I'm gonna be excited and annoyed that day. It's like, hey guys, did you ever think we'd make it here? And we just all stop from arguing. No, like this is crazy. Okay, so back to the endorsement deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I, I want that to happen for us. So, uh, just thank you guys from the bottom of my heart, man, and uh, really appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Thank you, girl. Oh. Yeah, thanks for thanks for for writing a fun story that we could we could do this, you know, so we can have a, a project. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. hand on the story. Thank you. Oh, oh, thank you. Now, if I could just get that same rating on the Kingdom Withheld when it comes out, the RPG coming soon. <laughs> oh, it'd be really great. God, that's that's really gotta be good because I've worked on that for years. Like, if that's not good, bro, like. I'm done. That's it. <laughs> already, it's already good. I've seen. Really I've seen some of the work on that. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, guys, this has been Virtuous Talks. I'm so happy. I've been joined by three of the greatest, which is Mara Latinezzi, Ben Adams, Mr. William Ware. I thank you guys so much, man, and uh, thank you for being on the project. Uh, I really appreciate you guys. And, uh, of course, till next time, we'll see you guys later. Check us out for season two, coming soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye, y'all.